Hello everyone, a very warm welcome to Christina Aguilera Track Battle. I'm your host Bags, super fan and lover of all things Xtina. This is the podcast where we take two songs from Christina's amazing discography at random via our fancy random track wheel, discuss them and undertake the challenging task of determining which is better. Let's find out which songs are going head to head this episode. Are you ready fighters? Let's spin the wheel. Live with me with the Rolling Stones. And that's going up against... Monday Morning. Oh, we've not done this before yet. A studio recording of a live performance. It's going to be interesting to talk about. And then we've got Monday Morning from Bionic. So let's first start talking about Live With Me with the Rolling Stones. So this is a recording of a live performance that Christina did with the Rolling Stones during their Beacon Theatre dates in New York, America, um, in 2006 that they did during their A Bigger Band tour. And they did two nights um, there at the Beacon Theatre and Christina was the guest, one of the guests on the second night. Um, And those two nights of their tour were actually made into a concert film called Shine a Light, which was directed by Martin Scorsese, which also included archive footage, semi-fictionalised introduction about preparing for the show, lots of different bits sort of in between and collaged in between of the the music uh, and predominantly a lot of the the songs that were in the film um, and a lot of the performances were from the second night um, so Christina was on the second night as well um, and Live With Me um, the actual original song it was never really released as a single initially by the band it was part of their album Let It Bleed which was released in 1969 and it was written by Mick Jagger and Keith Richards and produced by Jimmy Miller but they have performed this song a lot live and um, with lots of different concert versions of this song appearing on many of their albums um, and their live albums as well. And of course, this version is no different and it was on the Shine Light soundtrack, which was released. Uh, they saw Double Disc and Christina was featured on there. And this is one of those live performances that, you know, has to be spoken about a lot more because it's just so captivating um i'm not very overly familiar with the rolling stones work i'm going to be very very honest here but watching this performance just makes me want to look into their music a lot more um and you know like i said very captivating the stones are iconic 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 band and mick jagger is such an amazing frontman and in you know for someone like christina who's in a pop world whereas this is a rock world I can imagine it must feel very, very intimidating to be on the stage with someone like that, like a legend, Mick Jagger. Everyone knows who Mick Jagger is. But, you know, Christina just struts on in her heels and her shirt and you can't help but admire their chemistry together and the charisma that she has. Um, And you're just drawn to watching both of them and how they interact together on stage because it's sort of two different juggernauts in their respective worlds colliding on stage. And they've both got such amazing stage presence in their own way um it just it just works it really works um so in the song in this version with christina she sings alternate lines and also sings the chorus together with mick so it is a true duet whereas you know some people 
in live concerts and stuff like that they'll get somebody on for like five seconds and say give it up for blah 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 and then make it all about them but that's not like that here it, it's it's respecting you know the, the actual original song but also letting your guest actually come out and be a guest which is great and their voices match together so well because you know mixing in the song in, in the original key and Christina singing it I think at least five keys higher and um, it just goes really really well together I've always said on here on on this podcast how much Christina suits rock um, and how her voice just lends itself very well to that format because rock is a very is a very angsty genre um, and Christina has a lot of soul and angst in her voice. We've seen it with songs like Fighter and it's no different here. She really, really lends herself well to that genre and I, you know, I've said this all along, I would love to see her do a full-on rock album. I think it would be absolutely amazing. She's got nothing left to prove anymore. She's had the success. I would love her to see toy with genres that she's never really toyed with before. My favourite part of the performance here is when Christina just sort of goes for it with the ad-libs towards the end of the song. Um, and it sort of, you can see that, you know, she's really caught up in, in the music and she's caught up in the way that the song is making her feel because she just, it just comes out, her soul just comes out. And combining that with the riffing on the guitar from, from Keith Richards and, and the band... You know, on paper, you wouldn't think that work, but bloody hell, it really, really does here. It, it's just fascinating um, to see. And the Stones are so respected. So when I sort of looked online about the song and to sort of read some comments about it, I, I was very, very relieved and very happy and so surprised to see that Christina was given a lot of compliments from people saying that, you know, they don't listen to pop, they don't normally, uh, you know, listen to stuff that's in the mainstream, and they would never listen to someone like Christina, but when they saw that this performance, they were all very blown away by her vocal ability, and her ability to play off Mick Jagger, and how effortless she made it look, um, and, and that's my favourite part of the performance, is, you know, she really, really goes off at the end, and you can just see Keith Richards, and, um, you know, the band just especially Keith, just looking at him, he's staring at her and he's sort of very much in awe of her talent. It's like they're saying, man, did this girl just come out and this big voice came out of this tiny little girl? <laughs> that's my impression of Keith Richards. I, that's really bad, I know. You know, destroy me all you want. Um, But, like, it's just great. And, like, like this Mick Jagger's just this absolute, absolute, you know, juggernaut performer. And... The bit that she, she just comes out and starts strutting and dancing with him. It's just everything. It's absolutely everything. And, you know, and he's got the moves, as we know. Bit of foreshadowing to moves like Jagger that she did with Maroon 5. Um, you know, she, she, she really respected that and also, you know, gave it her all as well. And, and this is just a testament to how versatile Christina's voice is. And, you know, how singing from the soul and not worrying about things like technique is just the best way and um of singing and, and as a performer because it makes you more captivating you don't you'd rather see somebody who is living in the moment who's really letting the music sweep them up and just going for it rather than worrying about if they're going to be technically perfect if they're going to hit this note if they're going to hit that note and 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 this is why christine is so suited for rock because that is not what rock music is all about. Rock music is all about the emotion and conveying it. And and very, very similar to things like soul music and, and the music that Christina grew up listening to. So you can see why it suits her so well here. 
And if you haven't seen the documentary film Shine a Light or even the performance, do go check it out. It's actually phenomenal. You know, even if you watch it on mute, you can just see the charisma and the stage presence that they both have. It's just like, you know, WTF amazing. You know that she's made for the stage. And I love when she does like a random offbeat, spontaneous performance like this because, you know, sometimes, you know, somebody who follows Christina's career, you know, it, you, you, you know what she's going to do. You hear rumours of what she's going to do. There, there's announcements. And when she does something that's so offbeat or something that you don't expect her to do, it really blows me away. And, and this is one of those things. And if you listen to the original version of the song, um, Live With Me, off the album Let It Bleed, and then you listen to the version that Christina's done with them and how she spun it, she's done that classic thing like we've spoken about before on Christina Aguilera Track Battle about paying great tribute to the original but putting her Christina stamp on it and like I said before this is the sign of a great artist and what she'll be remembered for she'll be remembered for her signature Christina vocals but she'll also be remembered for when she has done covers she's put a stamp on it but paid really great respect and really great tribute to the original and I hope she is respected a lot more in the future as much as a band like the Rolling Stones are because you know behind all the pop music behind all the frills and you know the drama and all of that she's actually a proper artist and a proper singer and deserves way more credit and that's the reason why we're doing this podcast of course because she does deserve way more credit so let's move on to talking about the song that live with me is up against and that's monday morning so this is one of the five deluxe tracks released on bionic in 2010 and this is track number one on that deluxe part of the album i know in some territories it was a second disc and in some it was just tacked on the end of the original album and this was written by um christina santagold uh john hill dave taylor aka switch and sam endicott who is the lead vocalist of the band the bravery and it was produced by john hill and switch um and they've done a lot of the sort of experimental upbeat bionic tracks um you know like bobblehead bionic and elastic love that those songs all have share something in common along with monday morning where um you know there's a lot of experimentation not only done with the sound but also with christina's voice um so monday morning is this sort of new wave inspired track with a bit of a funk influence and there's some hand claps and stuff like that and and, and like I said, it's one of those songs where Christina doesn't sound like Christina or signature Christina anyway, because she's really, really experimented with her voice and another layer of it. And I just love it. It's very chic. Um, it's very sort of mellow and relaxed. And there's absolutely no ad libs at all. And the content of the song is about forgetting your troubles, sort of getting out of a stagnant routine that we put ourselves into and just sort of living life and not getting caught up in being uptight and just living in the moment, um, which we all should do a lot more. And um, this is a massive, massive, mahusive fan favourite. There was actually a lot of fighters lobbying for this to be a single off Bionic. I significantly remember a Facebook group saying, RCA, make Monday morning the second official single from Bionic. Little did they listen. What do they know? <laughs> but um, I know a lot of fighters that say that if Bionic was handled differently, um, that they would have either this or Birds of Prey as the first single, as it's got lots of appeal, 
Um, but it also conveys that experimental electro nature that Christina was going for with Bionic and that she'd mentioned a lot in interviews in the lead up to the release of the album. Um, you know, she was saying that she was going to experiment with different parts of her voice. She was saying she was gravitating more towards an electronic sound. And the songs that she's done with Switch definitely were the epitome of that and you know switch has done a lot of work with santa gold and a lot of work with mia so they were very sort of channeling that and and, and putting that in, into a christina spin and i think a lot of fans like this like myself because it's it's like it's not as literal as some of the more sultry songs on bionic um you know we've got some very upfront sultry sexiness going on on the standard edition whereas monday morning is very chill very dancey and not as literal about it you know it's it's giving across that message that yeah she's a party girl like like bionic does but it's not as straightforward and upfront about it um there is a sample in this song as well which which is very interesting it's actually the middle eight um the nani naki nana bit which is so catchy super super catchy but it's taken from the song nani naki nana by red rat um, which when I went to go and watch the song on YouTube to get a little bit of inspo for this podcast, I I just thought it's so bizarre. It's 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 a child saying it, but it, of course Christina's singing it in in her version. But it's so bizarre. Do check it out because it just it just makes sense, but it doesn't make sense. It's just absolutely weird. But um, the actual um, instrumental's very very familiar. I think it's based on this sort of rhythmic hand clap which is very prevalent in a lot of dancehall music people like Sean Paul and stuff like that but she's not used the instrumental it's just the nani naki nana that that said which is repeated again and again by, by a child in the song which sounds like this playground chant which is great I love it um so let's look at favorite lyrics as we've been doing um with all the songs that have been picked um so my favorite lyric here is sweet shot cherry pop everybody go to the beat don't stop keep up body rock cardiac arrest is a culture shock um i i love the randomness of this um you know we look at cherries and then beats and then something as awful as a cardiac arrest it's just very very random but it's very new wave imagery as well and i love the delivery of these lyrics as well in the song um it's it's just so it's just cool it makes her sound really really cool um and she's very cool anyway but this song just gives her lots of kudos in 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 terms of cool points um my favorite part has to be the bit after the chorus the ao 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 bit because for me that's super super catchy i dare you to listen to it and not get that stuck in your head for the whole day afterwards it's it's just that's the hook of the song and there are you know the, the the verse is catchy the chorus is catchy and then the post chorus and it's just it's very very um it's it's all killer no filler this song um which which is why i think you know this song this is the song that has the mainstream appeal but also has the indie appeal as well because of the way that it sounds this sort of new wave vibe which you know not a lot of mainstream artists do and i feel like it would have been huge 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 if it was released because it just it's one of those songs like i play this for a lot of my friends and they've thought that it's not christina um which is because you know a lot of people have that that thing that christina's got these ad libs and 
I need, I don't I don't know why people think it's a bad thing, but that's her signature sound, and we're all here for it. Um, but also they they really like this song as well because it's very sort of it has that mass appeal vibe to it as well. Um, so I I, I really wish this was a single. I really do wish this was a single because it would have shown a completely different side to her and she has always sort of done that when she's releasing her singles um from from single to single it's been a different vibe you know when you look at stripped you start with dirty then you go with beautiful beautiful ballad and then and then vita which is this rock it's just it's just great and i think you know she needs to do that a lot more she she has done it again with liberation you know we had accelerate which was this massive hip-hop song and then we had ford in line which was sort of this slow down duet and you know so she has started to do it again which is great um but yeah monday morning really should have been a single and there's a lot of theories about bionic um you know how the original album of what was meant to be was changed we we all know that christina went back into the studio after filming burlesque and prior to that bionic was done and dusted and she she's mentioned this she said this before and the story that we know is that christina felt re-inspired after filming burlesque and felt that there was more to say more to add to the album and as we know these sessions produced not myself tonight woohoo of course not myself tonight being the first single and and the track list was moved around in favor of these newer tracks and as we all know from a previous episode previous episode glam was penciled to be in the first single but there is a theory out there that there was some label interference in the worry that there was a lot of electro pop sound out at the time of the release of bionic and leading up to the release of bionic because christina had announced a good few years prior to that that she was gravitating towards a futuristic electric sound and then everybody and their mum started jumping on that and um it just started to become saturated and i think maybe the label got a bit worried and, and rca wanted christina to sort of compete with this rather than carve her own lane um and christina's never really done that i believe songs like monday morning birds of prey which i have a feeling were going to be on the original track list really were very different and very unique and more about what christina was describing bionic as before its release um and i think that that worry sort of changed the album up and then changed the dynamic of it and then obviously the rest is history and i think if the original bionic was released then the critical reviews probably would have been less about her chasing trends and more about setting them as we know christina has and always has been a trendsetter she's zigged where others have zagged she was releasing a jazz inspired album when everyone was doing r&b stuff and we know things like stripped i mean the album stripped is the blueprint for a lot of the newer pop girls albums so it would have been nice to see her do something that was completely out of what was going to be expected and what everybody else was doing at the time i think it would have got her a lot more critical credibility and not sort of hurt her career as it did at the time um i think it really would have sealed the deal as christina being the artist and the innovator that she is if this song was released but okay sarah sarah whatever will be will be so we've heard about Live With Me with the Rolling Stones and we've heard about Monday Morning, but there can only be one winner. So let's get that drum roll, please. And the winner is... Monday Morning! Congratulations to Monday Morning. Uh, I mean, it had to win here. It's a standout bionic track and along with a lot of fighters, is one of my fan favourites as well. You know, as much as Christina does suit rock and Live With Me absolutely slays, uh, Monday Morning has that 
that cool indie vibe which I would love to see her explore more so congratulations to Monday morning so the next episode we'll be looking at a soulful stripped album track versus the first burlesque soundtrack song yay finally thank you so much for listening that is it for today's show if you like the show please be sure to subscribe and leave a comment check us out on instagram and twitter at xdina track battle ta-ta